Hi, and welcome to the Healthy Work Podcast by WakeOut. I'm Pedro Wunderlich, WakeOut's co-founder, and these are the office hours. We host these live every two weeks where me and Andres Canea, our other co-founder, we talk about things related to healthy work, to productivity, to creativity. This was a very special episode because we revealed a major new feature that we're working on called the Wakeout Health Index. So it was really exciting, and I'm very happy to be releasing this episode on the podcast. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. That's really powerful. That's really powerful stuff. I love that. Well, we're right at 301. So I, I say we get started. I'm really excited about this. Benedict, great to see you again. Dr. Crosby, we're, we've already been mentioning you a few times. Presti, good. Great to have you here. So first, I'm very excited, Andy, because we've just crossed 200 members here in the community. So that's really great, awesome. you know, because uh, as you well know, we are slowly issuing invitations to ensure that the community stays healthy and valuable, right? So getting to 200 members is really great. So today we are going to share with you guys a feature that we're working on, a major feature that I think is really going to be a turning point for wake out. So that's going to be huge. We're really excited to share that with you guys today. The second is we have a few other topics to talk about with Andy, time management, rest, creativity theories, and other stuff. But of course, this these are the office hours. So it means that anybody can raise their hand at any moment. Don't feel like you're interrupting us. We're super happy to hear from you if you have anything to say. So what do you say, Andy? We get going? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. Awesome. So since we began Wake Out, it started as how can we get people to move in a fun way? And then from that, people started using these movements during the work hours to feel more energized, kind of like a physical cup of coffee. And that was really interesting to see. Our own customers started to tell us, hey, can you add more movements for the office space? And we thought, sure. I mean, of course, that we live yeah, initially, customer, right? Yeah, initially it was just an alarm clock to get you energized in the morning. And now it's, it's slowly started becoming this product to help people have healthier workdays and have workdays more energized, workdays that are more balanced. And it's, we started targeting things like stress, things like preventing burnout, which became one of our core missions, getting people to break down sedentary periods into shorter ones. Ultimately, now Wakeout is an app designed to help people have healthier workdays. But the mission has expanded even further because with Andy, we well know that creativity and productivity are completely susceptible to the way we live our lives outside of work. Absolutely. And how you sleep and your different habits. And, and I think well, one of the things that really inspired me of uh, Wake Out is that it seems that the hardest part of pretty much anything and what we were mentioning about streaks and, and I think it's always a constant struggle is how do you get started? And how do you stick mm -hmm. to it? So yeah. it's like such a privilege to have a product that's really focused on giving you that first spark of energy to, mm -hmm. to get you more active, to get you more mobile, to help you be more creative and to take on 
bigger and bigger things. I love that. Exactly. And, and providing a tool that is very easy to onboard with very small actions every day. That's like one of the keys to the magic, right? So as we were saying, right, sleep, stress, your interpersonal relationships, your exercise, your nutrition, your hydration, all these things affect creativity and productivity. And so what we're building now, which I'm about to announce, which is really great, is a tool that will give you not only more motivation to look at those things individually, but also give you insights on how to improve them and, how, and then a very simple way to understand the entire thing. We call it the Wake Out Health Index. Andy, you wanna, you wanna tell our audience what, what this is about? Yeah, so we feel that there's so much good information that is that you can find already on your phone, as we mentioned earlier, how Apple Health gives you this wealth of information, but it is hard to, to digest. And in the sense, like, it seems like one of the more reasons we actually gather all this data, how we sleep, how active we are, how long we're standing and all these things are things that we're doing to, to try to be more healthy. So, so our mission is, and with, as with everything, we try to simplify, we try to understand and then simplify the tools that we're creating to its bare, like a simplest expression of, of what is need, what a person needs to do these things. And, and that's what we want to mm -hmm. do next. We want to, we want to take all this data and create a general score that gives you like a window into how you're doing in terms of your habit, how sedentary you've been throughout the day, what good and bad and bad things you've done and how these things have affected you. Absolutely. So essentially, we're going to expand our integration with Apple Health so that we can give you a really condensed picture of your general health and thus how that is looking with a score. Now, what's the point here? First, of course, is awareness, right? The more you're aware of your sleep, your hydration, your movement data, the more you are likely to take action. But the second point, and is one of the biggest complaints that our customers have with WakeOut, is that we have not yet mastered the ability to provide timely reminders. What we're building is a technology that, that creates these essentially sedentary heat maps or movement heat maps so that we can predict how likely are you to be sedentary at any moment during the day with the objective of hitting you with a perfectly timed reminder to move when you're not moving or when we are pretty certain you're not moving with the objective of breaking down sedentary periods into smaller ones. But not just that, of course, this system will continue to become more sophisticated. For example, if you're not logging enough hydration, we will know that we need to take our hydration reminders up a notch. We're also looking at, for example, mindful minutes. And if those are lacking, for example, mindful minutes would be breathing, meditation, that sort of thing that you can log towards Apple Health. And we're going to look at that data and then make a conclusion, try to make predictions on what you need and hit you with the precise reminders that you would need so that you can have healthier workdays and then thus your wake-out health index can increase. And hopefully that will have a correlation 
with a good, productive, and creative day. So you, you want to talk a little bit more about the health data that's going yeah. to go into this, Sandy? Well, I wanted to add that, and this system is going to be learning what type yeah. and what doesn't work for you. And it'll, it'll adjust and it'll be, it'll be providing these smart reminders at different moments, and it'll be maximizing to help you be more active in those sedentary moments. So yeah, I mean, we're pulling, awesome. uh, we, we are pulling different data from, from Apple health, but the idea is that not all, uh, that even if our users don't give us access to any information, it will still have learned from from aggregate data and it'll still be smart enough where it, it where if you, it, it'll still be learning from your habits and it'll also become smart. It'll just take longer mm -hmm. if you're not providing us with this data. Uh, are we still building some sort of feedback mechanism so that our customers can train this model? Absolutely. Yeah. For the notification system, every time that you get notified, you'll be able to, to tell the system if it's not a good time, if you want to do it later. Or, or if you do engage with it, it'll learn that that's essentially like around that time of day in that day of the week is a good time to, to deliver that notification. So it'll become smarter and smarter to give it to you where you need it. Because I mean, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe you have a, maybe you have a Monday meeting that you sit in an office for two hours and you can't really do a wake out. Well, then wake out is gonna learn that, that if you tell it, like if we try to do it twice and you tell it that. It's not a good time. It'll not try to, to keep on reminding you on, on that period, which is obviously not a material for you. I love that. that. That's incredible. You know, one of, one of the, another big, a big complaint that our customers have had is work schedules, right? Not, not everybody works, you know, nine to five, right? A Monday, Monday to, to Friday, people have different work schedules. Some work on Saturdays, some work even Sundays, some have night shifts. How does this system integrate into somebody that has an unusual work schedule? So that's very interesting. We have been actually digging into how to handle different situations, especially even, even Apple, Apple sleep doesn't really handle you sleeping more than once during like having a nap, it doesn't really factor in, but we're working to, to also factor in, like if you sleep, maybe you slept very little at night, you slept like maybe three hours and you had a two hour nap like, like further in the day, that should mm -hmm. definitely affect our, like our estimations of how you're doing. So, so yeah, we're working on that as well. We want to, we want to essentially create a system where it doesn't really matter at what time you sleep. It should, it should still like give you like a good score, like a, a score that is accurate to how your habits are happening in like in the near window and also uh, mm -hmm. provide these notifications at the best times possible. That is awesome. That is, we're also gathering data, right? Like steps, pedometer, data, stuff like that. So we, we can understand, you know, movement patterns. Is that, is that one thing we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. We, we are definitely asking for permission to use your Apple health data on steps. The, the, the one that seems the most valuable to us right now is active, active energy and passive energy, which is essentially what calories you've burnt actively through exercise or what calories you're burning throughout the day passively. And, uh, and then your sleep data, I think is, are the two, are, are the core metrics that are the most important for calculating your, your score and to also have an idea of uh, how sedentary are you. 
That's really amazing. I, I mean, I, I'm so pumped for this and hearing Andy, I ask Andy all these questions as, and you guys might think, oh, but Pedro works at Wake Out. He knows what Andy's, well, what Andy's <laughs> up. No, but I, I really don't. Like Andy, Andy is behind the scenes gathering and, and looking at all the data that we could possibly add to this feature and doing the heavy math and doing the heavy like tech so that he can process all that data. And you, you correct me if I'm butchering this, Andy, but you're essentially <laughs> going to score you're, you're essentially going to score each one of the categories that we're looking at, something like 12 different areas, and you're going to score each one individually. And then those are going to make up the wake out health index, sort of, right? So it's something like that, no? It is. It is kind of like that. It is a weight system, but it, 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 it is also a weight system that will be affected by the way that you use it. So for example, we're also thinking of incorporating like distance in a, wheel, in a wheelchair as well which is not, mm -hmm. it doesn't really affect most people, but the people that are in a wheelchair have very different metrics in terms of being sedentary than, than for example, steps. So, so we want to try I, to, yeah, we, we want to be as inclusive as possible. That's incredible. We, we have tried to go into and to help and to serve wheelchair folks. We, Andres and I, we have a good friend of ours who has been in a wheelchair through an accident, unfortunately, and can't move most of his body, including he has different movement types in his arms. And we were doing the research and we interviewed him on how we could do some wakeouts for him. It turned out to be very complicated, very complex. There's like hundreds of different kinds of injuries. So it's very hard to tailor it, but it sounds like this system is really going to help us with at the very least understand patterns so that we can tailor the wakeout experience to these, to, to these folks, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and in later stages, we also have a lot of data of what, what workouts, what wakeouts people do, and we can, and then also start tweaking results further to, to, to that, that, that would further give other people the right results that work for them. That's a great woman. I'm, I'm going to add a third benefit that we haven't mentioned. So the first Thanks. being, of course, awareness, like we mentioned, awareness of your health in different categories and digested so that you can understand how you're looking at when it comes to different health categories. Then we talked about reminders that are like sickishly precise. Like that is almost like the way we want it, we want it to feel. It's like you've been sedentary for a while and boom, I like, hey, here's, here's a wakeout you'd love to do. And we know you're just, you've been sedentary for too long. Here's a, here's a simple wakeout you can do right now. So that's powerful stuff because timeliness is is one of the is, is essential parts of building a habit, right? The third Absolutely. benefit of, of this huge feature, the health, the wake out health index is what we call passive versus active value from an app. So wake out provides value to our customers in an active way when you are using it, right? You open up wake out, you flip on your healthy word timer, or you do a couple of wake outs from your favorites. That is an active participation. And of course it requires a lot of effort from our customers, especially when it comes to wake out, it literally requires physical effort, but that's one way to provide value. The new way we will provide additional value and possibly the greatest value that wake out will provide to our customers is through passive technology. So it's essentially what we get. It's everything from reminders to emails and to, through summaries, widgets, anything that you can simply glance at and gain value just from the information from a glance 
that is what we're aiming at as well to provide with with Wakeout. Do you yeah, have any examples uh, yeah, of the value? value? No, and yeah, and, and Apple and Apple gives us a lot of ways to interact with notifications that a lot of people don't use. So we plan to we actually plan to educate our users on how to give like our systems feedback as well without even having to go into the app. Because I mean, if you're going to drink, if we're reminding you to drink a sip of water, it's such a chore to actually have to go into the app to interact with it, right? Just the reminder is, uh, is the value itself. Exactly. And a lot of customers have already said they get the reminder to drink water and they reach for the water bottle and they drink. I, I just, I just did it right now. Exactly. And, <laughs> and that's the value, right? So, so front the notification, hold. Hold down the notification. You get a few options. You log, I drank, you know, half a cup. And then it logs to your Apple Health. It logs on Wakeout to your user. But then we're also talking about these summaries, right? Your Wakeout Health Index, which we would show you, say, for example, at the start of your day, say at 8 a.m., you wake up. We know you're moving. Our Wakeout knows you started to move. So we get a timely reminder or notification. And it gives you a summary. Yesterday, you were sedentary for this amount of time or this percentage of your waking hours, you were sedentary. You moved this much and here's your wake out health index, you know, and, and provide valuable ideas and ways to improve that. And of course, since we're integrating with Apple Health, right, Andy, we can, we can understand and we can improve that healthy, that, that wake out index by the customer just moving around without even opening wakeout, right? So if they, if they do a couple of flights of stairs, if they walk to work instead of taking the car, all of that is going to improve your wakeout index without even opening the app. Is that, is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. And you can consume it because you can consume it through notifications and through widgets and through different mechanisms outside of the app. So you can get full value from it without even having to use the app directly. Yeah, exactly. So like, we're going to build widgets with different areas of this wake out health index, right? It's going to be, for example, your, your index, your number, which I believe, Andy, are we going to do like a number, like one to 100, 100 being like the healthiest say, or like the most balanced, or are we still figuring that out? It's going to be one to 10, one to a hundred, or maybe our customers can let us know what, what that number would, would be ideal, but it's going to be like a scalar number, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, internally it'll be a zero to one, <laughs> but zero yeah, one. definitely that, but, but internally, but I mean, yeah, I would imagine we're going to go for like a hundred, right? As a score. It, yeah. I mean, that, that would make the most sense. And a widget, for example, you can have in your home screen and it's telling you at all times you're at 87% or you're at 90%, you're at 95%. If you're, if, if you are below a certain percentage, say 65%, we're going to we can also increase certain types of reminders because going below a certain number, we have data, we have an understanding that going below a certain number is putting you at risk of burnout, right? And, and of other health-related issues. And so that's when we can really pick up the way we notify through email, through notifications and all these ways to reach our customers and to help them prevent burnout before it happens, right? Absolutely. And not to mention the redesign of the watch app that we have further, further down our, our planning. 
Absolutely, absolutely. I know exactly, exactly. So and the the Apple Watch app is going to be essentially an extension of this wakeout health index, right? So it's going to have like complications of all kinds to help you understand, you know, how likely it is you are to burn out, how balanced you are, stuff like that. And then how to, how to fix that. That's like the goal is to make this index super actionable. So like you haven't moved enough, here's some great wakeouts. You're not drinking enough water. We're going to whip out those reminders to drink water. You don't even, again, you don't even have to open the app. We're going to be doing this in the background. Andy, what's, what's the, how real time is this index? Like, how do we know, like, is somebody moving and we know they're moving in real time or what, what should customers expect from this index? So. So we're pretty much, if you're, if you're not in the app, we're going to be updating it every hour, but you, you can return to the app for a real time update. So every time you return to the app, your data is based on your data, it's the score is updated. So, so it's very real time. If you're in the app, it's, it's real time to the minute. That, that's really cool. I'm sure it's going to be very valuable. Another thing that we're looking at in terms of passive value is the summaries, summaries that we're thinking of sending at the end of a week or at the beginning of a week, something like that shows you potentially graphs, your heat map, your sedentary heat map, your percentage of sedentary behavior during your working hours. We're looking at a sedentary period. We, we deem it, we're not sure yet how we're going to deem it, whether it's like 90 minutes sedentary or two hours sedentary, but something along those lines is deemed a sedentary period. If you break it up with a wake out or with moving around, you know, jumping, doing a bit, a bit of exercise, going for a walk, going for a hike, for a hike, that's going to break up that sedentary period and it's no longer going to be counted. So you're going to be getting these emails that we plan to make them very rich, like filled with graphs and, you know, actionable data summaries, all this, of course, is from version one onwards, it's going to get more and more sophisticated over time, but that's the sort of powerful passive value that you're going to get with Wakeout just by having it installed and with the appropriate permission. So there's two things that we, we, we discuss in Wakeout when it comes to the Wakeout health index. One is how will this be affect healthy moments and how will this affect your healthy work timer? Right? Those two things that people really love, people love healthy moments. People love the healthy work timer. So how does the index get it, go into all of this? Andy, have you thought any thoughts about that? That's a good, that's a good question. And I mean, it, it'll definitely, like, the good thing is that since we're definitely doing an, an accelerated delivery of like healthy moments when you're in your healthy work timer, then I wasn't even imagining that we're just essentially using the same system because I mean, your habits, whatever you're doing, if you're working or not working is kind of like the same. So, so I would use the same scoring system in that, in that sense. And just essentially you're the one that works the magic with a UI design, how to, how to, how to surface that to our clients in a way that mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's actionable. Because I think, Do you think apart, like, like next to your timer, it's, it's actually a very valuable, it's very valuable information to know if you, how static or how you've been and how you've been uh, essentially yeah. like keeping up with your healthy habits as you've been working drinking water, take rest periods and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you think focus periods 
uh, should be considered some sort of healthy activity, something that adds to your wake-out health index or not, or it's just something because we do know that distracted work or multitasking is something that it increases stress levels in, in, in a bad way, not a yep. good kind of stress. And we know that focused work is work that is more satisfying. It makes people feel more capable and more productive. So is there anything you think we could do with something somewhere, somehow we know that our customers had a really focused period and we can, you know, reward that in some way and make it and show it. So apart from the different habits, I did think that we could use, for example, like variable heart rate, which is one of the best indicators that we have so far about stress to, to know what type of, like how healthy or unhealthy your work is being. I like that. I like it. And the variable heart rate has correlation with stress with bad sleep, yeah. burnout, of course, will destroy your, your HRV. I think that's cool. And it's something that we will, I mean, the way we build the wakeout health index is something that, I mean, it, we're, we're starting with a bunch of assumptions and, and hypotheses, right? And the, that's the beauty of this community is we're going to be looking at people's feedback. We're obviously going to release this early and give all our community early access to the wakeout health index and gather wonderful feedback and then polish this. For example, maybe customers want to report a focused period of work that they deem is a healthy activity. And maybe that can go in as mindful minutes, for example, a, a very focused period that they could, for example, rate as highly focused. And that could be saved as a mindful, mindful minutes, which would of course positively affect the wakeout health index. What, what is there something you've thought about in, in this sense? No, yeah, I mean that's that's great. And like in general, I think that as as we're like pulling in all this aggregate information from different different things, another thing that I thought that was that we should do is essentially like use your sleep, but use like your general metrics of sleep day like multiple days into the past. That so that it, depending on how you've been how you've been sleeping and say. The last three days will also affect your score and how and how yeah. it changes. That's awesome. What happens to customers that do not have an Apple Watch? Are they out of this party or will they be still be invited? Awesome question. Yeah. So essentially the, give, the giving us access to these things will just make it better, but we can we will be able to infer different less a, a different, less accurate score without them. And notifications will also be smart, but they, but they'll be, they'll have less of a head start from your data because using machine learning, we can use essentially the, like we can base it on the habits of people that have used wake out in the past. And when, for example, when notifications have worked for them and, and essentially use that data to, to feed that data so that you want, the moment you start using wake out, it already has a pretty good idea of how to deliver those notifications. And, and not, not mm. only that, I think it's worth mentioning that we, we will, we're also, we're going to be simplifying how you choose reminders where you essentially just tell us at what, from what to what time you want to get reminders to do different healthy things. And you, mm. we will let you also define how frequently. So if you don't want us to send a bunch of notifications to you, you can set it on the, on the lower setting 
Or if you want a bunch of notifications or if later on you want more, you just have to, you just dial it up and you'll get reminded more and more times. As always <laughs> on the best periods that, that we find that, that our machine learning algorithms think are the, the most probable moments where you're going to, it's going to bring value, bring value to you. Love that. I'm really excited about this and I'm sure somebody in our audience are excited as well. Some people have been requesting better integration with Apple health. We know. A lot of customers find wake out through Apple health. And I know that our customers would love to get more timely reminders that are really tailored to them. So this essentially is going to be a new chapter in wake out. It's really going to change in essence, how wake out works, converting it from an active product into a product that provides enormous value passively. And then those who engage will, will get great benefit from it. Our mission has always been to make it easy and fun to stay healthy during your work days. And that's why like building timely reminders, building reminders, to just hit the spot really is the essence of making things easy, right? Because if there is anything, anything at all in your environment, in your schedule, in your situation that provides a little bit of friction that people are just don't engage, right? That is part of the difficulty of engaging with any health product is your life. Your life gets in the way. That if we could find those spaces where like you are available and we just hit it right at the moment, it's going to be the easiest way to improve your health. And ultimately your, as we like to say in wake out your general health. So like interpersonal relationships, creativity, productivity but also your balance, your sleep, your energy, all that stuff is, is connected. And so I, I'm, I'm extremely, extremely excited about this new chapter with Wakeout. I'm sure our customers are going to love it and can't wait to get it to you guys as early access because you guys are part of the community. That's going to be fantastic. Any closing thoughts on the Wakeout Health Index, Andy? I got a couple of more interesting stuff I want to throw at you. No, just the, just to tell everyone that that we like the 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 feedback that you guys give us is so valuable that if any ideas come to mind of like even like right now that we're as we're building this it it's even more pliable we can we can even sh shape it in pretty much any shape and form still as we're finishing this this feature that any anything that like any great idea that anyone shares with us could be immensely valuable for us. That's awesome. Really great. I'm really excited to hear uh, people's feedback once we get this into their hands. Uh, at the yeah, we're, I'm, we should even provide a rough build. Once we have something rough and, and, and you know, usable, we should definitely share it with the community, get their hands on it, get it to break it, get it to use it and explore it. I think that's going to be very valuable. Absolutely. All right. All right. So, so I got a couple of things I want to throw at you, man, that I, that I found really, really interesting. And I'm not, I don't, I don't think you know them. I know you're all, all about. Yeah health hacks and mind hacks and mindfulness and stuff like that. But I've been practicing a couple, couple things that I find really interesting. The first one is I read this concept in this book that I'm reading right now. It's called rest. And this book has this concept. I don't know if you've read it, Andy, by the way, I don't know. I don't want to, I want to have it read now. Okay, good. We're in luck. <laughs> so it goes through this concept called the idle mind theory. You ever heard of this? Uh, no, not, not in those words, at least. Okay. So it's, so it's really interesting. Apparently 
if you're engaging your conscious self, right? Your conscious brain with work, with active work, literally being productive in your case, you're coding away. In my case, I'm designing away. I'm, I'm just active working. That's a conscious mind, right? Then is you, you, your subconscious mind apparently can't have that much input as it, as it would like. Now, remember your, apparently the, the, the theory is that the subconscious mind doesn't have a lot of constraints. Our rational mind will like to obey the laws of physics, for example, space and time pretty much respected, but the subconscious mind doesn't have these constraints. So the idea of the idle mind theory is that you, you allow yourself rational thought at the first part of the day, and then you allow your mind to dip into its subconscious through mind idling, which means like essentially doing nothing. For example, taking a walk, but taking a walk without any stimulus. You leave your headphones at home. You don't listen to any books or podcasts. You go for a hike and you're just there, right? Kind of like, I don't know if your meditation would, would be this because meditation does seem like a very active activity. In this case, you just like, you let allow mind wandering completely. Kind of like a, almost no, like a there, daydreaming. There is something that's actually very common in meditation, which is to then just, uh, just be without trying to focus on anything. And it's not necessarily mind wandering. It is once you're, once you're in a focused state, you just pretty much think of whatever you, you want to think. And you're doing, you are doing a type of focused thinking, but it is free. So it does seem like it would, uh, it would fall into that bucket. Nice. Nice. Well. It all came from a, a lot of artists and creative people and also scientists who discovered that when they worked really focused for a few hours in the morning and then they went for long walks, they would come back somehow by a, like, almost like a miracle filled with ideas, filled with ideas to apply them. This happened, for example, to Salvador Dali. Everybody knows Dali. He would, after, after painting for a few hours, he would allow himself not to nap, but just like to just sit in a chair and do nothing. And he would be holding a very heavy piece of metal just in case he fell asleep. He would, he would drop the metal, you know, the metal would cling on the ground and he would wake yeah, up. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah. yeah. And with the point that to allow his mind to dip into the subconscious mind that has no restraints. So the idea is that your mind keeps on working with problems when you allow it to idle. Of course, it requires that conscious effort at first to guide your firepower, but then you allow mind idling and your mind just goes and it allows it to fly and dip and be more creative and apparently even solve problems. So I've been, I've been really practicing this, man. I, I do a lot of focus work in the mornings and then I'm sure you, you're going to be surprised about this. I'm no longer listening to podcasts when I'm working out at all. Just like completely silent. I'm just like me and myself, yeah. me and my thoughts. It's been uncomfortable. It's been uncomfortable at first, but then <laughs> it, it is true. I come back to work filled with ideas. So it's, it's pretty great. So it's a great technique and it's something that it both, I think de-stresses. So it's a great mindfulness activity, but at the same time, it's, it's creativity. It's, it's a creativity booster. So I highly recommend that. And I wanted to share that with you. I don't know if you've heard of something like this. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Maybe in different words, but uh, yeah, I, I walk like 40 minutes every morning without music or anything. Really? And I, yeah. And I actually have the, I have How the rule. 
maybe five years more. No wonder. You've yeah, been I walk every morning. <laughs> no, awesome. and, and, and it's funny because like one of my, like my main rule is I can't walk and use my phone. So, I, I mean, I try, like I have my phone on, on mindfulness, but as you mentioned, ideas do come to mind. So well, I will generally be walking. And then if an idea comes to mind, I'll, op- I'll, I'll stop walking. I'll open up Obsidian. I'll take down some notes and I'll keep on walking. Or if someone calls me mm. like an important call or whatever, like I have that rule that I cannot walk. I cannot walk and talk. Like I, I always stop and do oh, if I'm going to do anything else. That's interesting. And so I you're feel, like creating this association yeah. with moving your legs means you allow yourself to daydream. If you're static, then you, you'll return to your conscious mind. So it's like, like a physical and a mental thing. Yeah, I do it more. Like I, I essentially do it more like mindful walking and, and multitasking seems to be like the, the complete uh, antithesis of, of mindfulness, right? So being like, yeah, was being like well, yeah, we, we, we've all seen those people like walking on, walking on the street, you know, on their phone where like, yeah. if you don't move, like they'll just slam right into you. Right. Certainly. And interesting enough as well, like I, I will routinely after I've done like a long session of coding, I will take a, like a long bath and in the, in, as I'm taking a bath, I will think of a lot of stuff that didn't come to mind when I was actively getting stuff done. So. So I can. Are you doing anything in the bath? Relate. Are you listening? Are you listening to music? No. Are you listening to it? You, you just, it's just you and yourself. Yeah. I'm just in the bath, man. You are surprising me right now, man. I didn't know you were this <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I didn't know you. I, I didn't know you. I mean, because as you know, I'm, I'm like a, a recuperating workaholic. So like I'm, I'm, I'm learning <laughs> these things. I'm, I'm, I used to think that more work meant more output and it's it's certainly yeah. not the case the mind doesn't work that way it needs the subconscious to contribute you can't just brute force your way through creativity you need that 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 subconscious thought so that's really great that's really great to hear no wonder i mean especially Absolutely. the kind of work you do andres is on the technical side of workout it, it's understandable that you need to be in such a flow and liquid kind of plastic way to, to, to engage with your work. That's really great. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no, yeah, no. And add to that, like fatigue. And uh, I think, and I think we both suffer from this. I don't know if this is, if it's a virtue or an illness, but when, when we want to get something done, it has to be done. And, and sometimes I'm I, like, I, I try to do a hard stop at a maximum of, at 6 PM, but if I'm yeah. coding something and it's not really working, I will like often like then go to like eight or 9 PM. And I know that's going to completely screw up my sleep, but I'll still do it. And I, and I, I won't figure it out. And the next, the next morning I'll get on, I'll get on the machine and I'll figure it out in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that it doesn't surprise me. That, that really is how the mind works. I found the same thing when I'm trying to figure out how to express an idea through the interface and I can't figure it out. I just leave it be. I leave it be now. I yeah. just leave it be and allow my subconscious to figure it out for me. And that's one thing that, that's one advantage that people don't know about is our subconscious really is at our service. And it is a huge competitive advantage to be able to use it wisely. Like give it stuff to solve and then let it go. Let it go. Let it, let it just 
bounce around in the, in the insane world of the subconscious that we rarely have a glimpse of. And just let it bounce around there. And it'll, it, it, sometimes it does figure it, itself out. And then, the, yeah, as they say, the, the solution just comes to mind somehow. And that's what I've been experiencing. It does, it's yeah. wonderful. It really is. It really is. Well, Andy, we're at 48 minutes. I can't believe how fast this, these, these office hours Time flies. Um, yeah. But I think it's, it, it'd be healthy to leave it here unless anybody has anything to say. I think this is a really good point where we can just stop, let it just bounce around in yeah. our subconscious. <laughs> and so we can yeah. reengage. We're doing these things every two weeks, guys. Andy and I, we're always, I mean, we're just, we spend our time thinking about how we can make you guys healthier, happier than your work, that work day. So this is a pleasure to do for us and a pleasure to have you here. So and, we're going to schedule the next making one ourselves healthy, weeks. right? Yeah. Oh, it's, it, yeah. It, it would be ironic that you and I, we, we'd be like super unhealthy yeah. and, and not, not practicing what we preach, right? That, that'd be, that'd be horrible <laughs> if our, uh, if our yeah, customers feel, found out, I, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel we make, we build wake up for, for ourselves as well. You know, like that's where it starts. Essentially, <laughs> Essentially yeah. it really is. It really is. So, all right, let's close this out guys. Thank you. Thank you for being awesome. here, Andy. Thank Thanks you for everyone. sharing everything you, you share with me. Every, awesome. Always. Thanks, Adam. And we will see each other in two weeks. All awesome. right, guys. Always, always a pleasure. Right. Thanks everyone. Okay. Bye-bye everyone.